whoa, 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 what is up, white people? Yo, yo, what is up, everybody? Hope everything's amazing for you all, as always. I'm your host, Honorable OCT Octavius Hay, and this is the Whackcast Podcast. So, with that being said, let's talk whack to him. Yeah, man, so you already know Joe Budden's gonna keep the heat on him, and it looks like he's got some more beef coming his way. I mean, it seems like every day you turn around and somebody else throwing out Joe's name and Joe's in the middle of another beef talking his slick talk on his podcast. Of course, he had the stuff with Rory Amal over the complex list, which also led to the beef between Joe and Charlemagne and Envy with Breakfast Club. And, you know, Troy Ave's been throwing his name out since forever. So Joe Budden and Troy Ave always going to have beef, right? Now, this time he got some beef for something that somebody else said. So, Nori Ega from the from Drink Champs, he was on Joe Budden's podcast like a shoot like a few months ago or something like that. And he had Nori had this moment where he was talking about watching all these rappers, these old rappers fail, these failed rappers not be able to succeed at other at other venues after rap, and they trying to do podcasts or sports shows and cooking shows or whatever, whatever, whatever to, to you know be hot out in these streets, stay hot in these streets. Since the record's not moving no more or never really worked. Now, that had caused some controversy when it first came out. That kind of more or less died out. But now, Cameron, Killer Cam, who has made up with Mace, and they actually have a sports show, feels like he took some offense to the words. But instead of going in on Nori because him and Nori are cool, Cam decided to go in on Joe Budden for laughing and agreeing with it. And and, and and pretty much in Cam's mind, agreeing that Cam himself is a failed rapper or, or a failure outside of rapping. So that kind of sent Cam to go in. So then Joe went in and they had a little back and forth. And, you know, Cam calling him a junkie and Joe talking trash. And Cam said, I'm going to see you where you be at. And Joe said, I'll be in Jersey, man. You know where I'll be at. So it's a back and forth. My whole take on this situation is... This would be a great rap beef, man. I really, really, I would really love to hear two uh, of the dopest rappers of all time, Cameron, Joe Budden, get on a beat and record some good music, man. And just some good diss tracks. I love when Joe Budden's in beef mode. He can just go in. You know, Killer Cam is petty, funny. It'd be great. Problem is, they're a little older. Like he said, the grandpas are fighting. They no longer fighting over beats or you know beefing over beats they they going to social media and using their platforms and you know they got shows and stuff now so we just got this beef a little too late but i'm here for it because even still you know joe can go on a podcast and give those long extended explanations what's going on joe button and you know killer cam he's funny with his wordplay so he can all he always gonna have something funny to say whether it be on social media still or use uh, the shows that he got, the platforms he got to speak some on there uh, with Mace and see if Mace got something to say about that too. You know, Mace was Mace was a big rapper, big deal rapper at the time, finding his way outside of rapping. So he might take some offense to that as well. I don't know, but yeah, though I think that it's crazy, and I think Nori, yeah, Nori actually ended up coming out and saying like, "Yo, Cam, I wasn't talking about you. You're not a failed rapper." And you got my number, and we can talk about it. You my boy. We can, you know, speak. If you really felt like you was being disrespected, we was coming for you, ask me, and I'll let you know if if, if, if you's who I'll talk about. This is what, you know, Nori is essentially saying in his, his tweets. And so I see now that Nori and 
Cam are good. So they had a conversation. They're good. Uh, they never really was in the middle of the beef. Cam was just using what Nori's words to go at Joe for whatever reason. But I guess they had a a better explanation of what uh, Nori meant. So I don't know if this means that Cameron's no longer mad at Joe. If he's not going to be going at Joe no more. And even if he's not going at Joe no more, I don't know if Joe wants to be cool with him. Because Joe usually doesn't go this hard at people. Especially the ones who he... Who, especially the legends. Unless it's really like, I just don't like that dude. And I ain't gonna front. Joe kind of coming across like he just don't like him. For whatever reason. And he might not. I know he real close with Jim Jones. Or real cool with Jim Jones, Joe Budden is. So maybe because Cameron and Jim ain't as close as they was. Maybe it's some friction there. But... Or maybe it's not. And maybe Joe's just feeling like being goofy back that day and just felt like talking some trash back. And maybe it's not no issues. And they'll get on the phone and on Joe Button Podcast or on Cameron's platform and they can laugh about it, chop it up, be cool. Or you see each other face to face and be cool. Uh, but yeah, because they're two legends. And as much as I would love a rap battle, if they're not going to get on wax, you know, Joe Button is retired. Cameron's pretty much retired. If they're not about to get on, 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 on some beats and make some good bars out of this, eh, they had their little fun. Hopefully the Nori thing squashes everything and everybody be cool. Conservative commentator Steven Crowder took some heat last week when it was a, a video surfaced of him yelling at his, what, eight-month pregnant wife about her taking a car, saying she can't have the car and telling her that she doesn't do her wifely duties and all these other things, essentially stressing her out while she's pregnant with his child. Now, as understandable, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about this, mostly negative. Some were taking up for Steven Crowder and defending him, and then some were also saying, hey, we don't have the full context. Now, while I don't think you need full context to, see, to wonder why somebody doesn't want their pregnant wife to use the vehicle, and in the, and in the video is telling her to take an uber instead of he himself taking the uber i will say that you're right as far as overall in the relationship we don't know if, if she's like does manipulative stuff to upset him you're right we don't know that and he and stephen crowder himself alleges that she has some mental problems alluded to that and alluded to possibly releasing proof of her mental of his wife's mental problems now early before the video came out Steven Crowder had let it be known that him and his wife were getting a divorce, even though he really didn't want to, and it was her decision. Well, regardless of what you think of the video, from that video, you can see clearly why she doesn't want to be with him. Uh, he's a... Well, he's a crybaby. But, nah, let me say that. Um, he's a little bit of a crybaby, but honestly, there have been moments in my own times with relationships where I, if you just come in it in that moment, it can look real bad, but you don't get the context overall of Maybe he was like, leave me alone. She was just pushing him and all type of stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not here to make up excuses for Steven Crowder at all. I'm just here to say, yo, until we get more information, I don't know either way. I just know that for that day he was terrible. I don't know if that's a good representation of their relationship as a whole. Clearly, the wife says that it is in the video. So, you know, that's her word. And she wants to divorce and it could be truth to it. Again, I have no defense for Steven Crowder. I think he's a, a pretty crappy person and he has shown to be very selfish for himself and try to use his audience, you know, for his own gain as far as monetary value. When he was offered a $50 million contract by the Daily Wire, 
he called it a slave contract because if any of his videos were pulled by YouTube, then he would have to be penalized by under the under the contract with Daily Wire. But the thing is, with that, you know, they're paying him all this money. If his, if his videos get demonetized or pulled or anything like that, then that's costing them money. So that's why they were trying to just balance it out so where it would fit. If it, if he cost them any money, they'd just take it out of what they owe him. To him, that was crazy. I don't know. And he tried to rally his troops around, you know, saying it was a slave contract and it was slave labor and all this other nonsense stuff, you know. And he's the type of guy who would like this, who probably or mostly dismisses a lot of black issues and 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 tells us why we're wrong and yada, you know, the same old stuff. But he wants to use our verbiage when it benefits him, and that's kind of how guys like him are. Like I said. I just want to be fair and let it be known we don't really know what's going on with Stephen Crowder and his wife. But we've become, I guess, maybe a little bit more apparent because now we're hearing that Stephen Crowder be putting his, you know, his dingling on people at work. Exposing himself to people at work, you know, that people are seeing his private area. Uh, a lot of guys, even though there's already been the rumors of Stephen Crowder being in the cross-dressing and possibly, you know, being, you know, a, da- a brother on the down low. Uh, because he does like to dress up like women a lot to try to, you know, prove his anti-trans arguments or whatever. But it just kind of became like, yo, bro, why are you dressed like a woman so much? You looking really like you you must really like to do this. Uh, a lot of people accuse Stephen Crowder of really liking to dress up like a woman. And that's where the, the download brother comments came from. And I mean, there was some points to that. And then you add this. I mean, let me say, I, I understand. A lot of white people, they sometimes can have a sense of humor that don't work for a lot of black people. But if you at work and you're just pulling your meat out and putting it on people, or pulling around people, it's kind of it's gonna kind of be a little weird. And then when you're doing it around men, don't get me wrong. If he was, if Stephen Crowder was to expose himself around females in the workplace, that would open up to a lot of lawsuits. But honestly, exposing yourself around men will open you up to a lot of lawsuits. But I guess you won't be looked at as like a sexual pervert or predator. However, if the, if it's true, the rumors are true, and you are you are liking on men, then it could come back to somebody would think that about you. But I don't know. Uh, clearly, whatever's going on with Stephen Crowder, his people are coming at him. He's not a very likable guy, so I can see why a lot of his enemies are ready to pile up on him right now. And I guess it's going to be up to the loyalty of his fan base and, and, and his talent or whatever to see if he can pull through this and not be canceled. Uh, by not only just people who already didn't like him, but shoot, maybe even some conservatives. And so before I end it today, I just have to say, you know, prayers and love goes out to Jamie Foxx and his family. Uh, Jamie Foxx has been in the hospital with a very serious medical condition, an issue uh, that we have not been made aware of yet. But as the family reached out to us today to beg us or to ask us, I should say, to pray for Jamie Foxx and want to let it be known that I have prayed and will pray for Jamie Foxx's recovery and I was also happy to see that Jamie Foxx actually reached out and thanked everybody for the love and there's a lot of love to go to Jamie Foxx he's one of my favorite actors he's been in a ton of movies that I love over the years uh, he's in my very favorite movie Django he plays Django Unchained and he plays Django in Django Unchained and so he's given me a lot of joy entertainment over the years a lot of laughs with his stand-up comedy his comedy movies his tv show that he's been in and all the stuff that he's been a part of behind the scenes 
or even in front of the camera when he's action Jamie and, 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 and getting into his superhero movies and action movies and things like that. Just so much love and support for such a talented, talented brother. Uh, not only can he act, but as we all know, he can sing and he sang very well in movies like Ray. I think he has some singing parts in the, ah, what's the name of the Beyonce? Dreamgirls in that movie too. So uh, we know his talents is all around. And then of course, on top of that, so many, you know, great uh, single topic hits, you know, so many great songs like Unpredictable that I love, Just Like Me. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Your Type. Just so many, so many, uh, Blame It On Alcohol. Just so many great, great uh, songs from Jamie Foxx that, you know, let, like I said, again, just let us all know just how talented this man is to not only go ahead and kill it, in, you know, stand up world and kill it in the acting world and come ahead you know later on his career take a chance on himself musically and kill it the music world and have a bunch of hits and classics that he can go ahead and perform forever and always be fly so again i just have to say i want to say uh, right now for the brother jamie fox you know please please get better uh, we know you got a bunch of films that that you got working on right now that you're working on right now one that you working on in particular right now that that actually is uh, waiting on you to get back and we would love for you i know myself definitely and so many others would love for you to be able to get healthy get back to work and get back to entertaining us but more than any of that just hope that you get back um, healthy and, and and safe and everything for your family your friends you know your loved ones have really been there for you rocking with you jamie and i could tell just now even though i don't know you just by seeing your personality that you got a lot of love that you give out as well brother so yeah of course of course prayers for you god bless you god bless your family speedy recovery hope you get out as soon as possible and able to enjoy your people and enjoy your life man and 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 just again thank you so much for the many many great years entertainment that you've given us across many different platforms and genres of everything so it's just always been really dope to enjoy you man thank you so much jamie fox please get better all right everybody that's the show for this week thank you so much for tuning in and taking in this whack wisdom and hope you tune in next week to get a little bit more from me uh as always if you haven't already please make sure to like comment subscribe hit that notification bell so you're notified every time i'm dropping new content on the youtube channel and if you listen to the podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, or google Podcasts, please make sure to follow us on those platforms and also on the platforms we're able to comment on the podcast as well with that all being said, this is the Whack Ass Podcast, and I am whacking off. It's the Whack Ass Podcast, yeah. Talk whack to me, talk whack to me, yeah. Talk whack to me, talk whack it's to me. It's the Whack Ass Podcast, yeah. Talk whack to me, talk whack to me, yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Uh, uh.